Good people, good people, what's going on? It's your boy Conker Jones coming at you with the comfort zone. And I have to admit, it's good to say the comfort zone again, knowing that I wanted to give that up. I ain't gonna take up too much of your time uh, telling you about what's going on. We just gonna sit up here and get right into what needs to be gotten into. And you see the topic. The topic is called, is late really better than never? And most likely that's not what I'm gonna talk about. It's what I wanted to talk about. But <laughs> when you hear my response, then maybe it's not something that's worth 30 minutes of an episode to talk about because I feel like never, it's only, I feel like it's only too late for you to actually get everything you want out of life when you die. You know, uh, when it comes to relationships and love interests and everything like that, there may be somebody who you desire but I don't think two people desiring each other should be hard. I feel like if that person chose somebody else over you, then you weren't worth it. If you chose somebody else over them, then they weren't really worth it. We can play all the games we want to. You can have all the women say, uh, yeah, like he wasn't really interested. He wasted my time with this, 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 and that, that, that. You know, a lot of men don't try to waste women's time. And if a woman is interested in the men and he's playing hard to get, then she's not wasting his time either. But it, you, got, you have a lot of people out here because of social media, because of past relationships. They just don't want to put themselves out there unless they really know that you feel the same way. And if you're not expressing that you feel the same way, we all protect ourselves. You know, it's difficult to uh, continue to show interest in somebody when they don't show interest in you. You know, uh, when you are there any chance they want you to be, yet you're waiting for responses from them. You know, uh, it, it's difficult to express yourself to somebody and they don't express themselves to you and to feel like you should keep walking down that path. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> um, but something like that, that's another topic for another day. But nevertheless, when it comes to the topic, is late really better than never? There's no such thing as never as long as you're still breathing. So how could you ever be late? You know, it just depends on how much you're willing to risk. And with most of the stuff we go through, a lot of people aren't willing to put forth the risk. When you start hitting your 30s and your 40s, the risk ain't worth it anymore. You know, in your teens and in your 20s, you get out there, you're willing to get hurt. Matter of fact, you don't even think about getting hurt. You just think about the joys and everything that come along with it. You know what I'm saying? The pain that could come behind it don't even cross your mind. When you start hitting your 30s, mid-30s, and 40s, and you've been hurt a couple of times, that's when you start considering, is it really worth it? And that's when you put yourself in a position to where you can ask, is late really better than never? <clears throat> Forgive me, I got a lot of congestion. Y'all might hear that uh, a couple of times. Uh, but seriously, <laughs> You ask yourself, is late really better than never because you see something that you want or something that you desire uh, getting further and further away from you. But truth be told, anything that you want and anything that you desire, when it comes to people, when it comes to love, uh, if you went out there and you chased after that thing, you've expressed how you really felt, you told them what's really important to you and they ain't giving you what's important to you in return, and that person really just ain't digging you like that. It's a tough pill to swallow, but you need to swallow that pill so you can go ahead and move on. 
so far as everything else is in life, I'd rather die trying to become the man I always felt like I could be. And let me sit up here and tell you this. I had me a conversation with God yesterday and today. And I, I have to admit that I sat up here and I, fu I was fussing with God. I was because here it is, you have somebody like me who I ain't trying to be this grand person. I'm not trying to be this amazing, spectacular person. I just want to be stable. You know what I'm saying? I had things, simple things that I wanted in life. And for some reason throughout my entire life, those simple things that I wanted have been the toughest things for me to obtain, yet I see other people getting these things so easily. Like, why is it so much easier for them? What am I doing that's so wrong to where I cannot obtain the things that they obtain? You know? And it's simple stuff. Really, really, really simple stuff. You know, I've made my mistakes along the way. I can admit that I've made some humongous mistakes along the way. But still, the simple things like wanting a house, oh, want a happy family, happy being a key word, uh, want a job that I really can see myself retiring from, trying to get back into school, blah, 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 this is this. I've gone through so much hell that I had to sit up here and ask God, like, what's the point of it all? You know, the question that I literally told God was this. I said, if it's not meant for me to have it, then just let me know. <laughs> you know, it's not going to stop me from having faith in you, Father God. But if it ain't meant for me to have it, then just let me know that it's not meant for me to have it. So when I talk about it's late better than never, you're talking, to, you're talking to someone who's coming from a place to where I feel like never is actually a possibility for the things that I really want out of life, which is simple things. Simple things that have been the toughest things for me to obtain. I feel like never is well within my grasp and there's no, I feel like it's not gonna happen. I feel like I have to settle. You know, I need to quit thinking that I can achieve the things I wanna achieve because I mean, I've been going out there this long and it still hasn't happened. You know, no matter what I do, when I try to trust myself, when I put faith in other people, when I go against what other people say because of me putting faith in them didn't work, no matter what I do, it fails. It blows up in my face. You know, so I'm at the point now to where I don't think some of the things that I really want in life can really truly happen. And that's kind of what this podcast was supposed to go in a different direction, but I do feel led by God to talk about it how I'm talking about it now. Is late really better than never? Was the initial question. But I feel like if you get to the point to where you feel like it's never gonna happen, then there's no longer a reason for you to be alive. There's no longer a reason for you to even wake up in the morning. You know, and you have a lot of us walking around, and I got a quote Lecrae on this. Uh, I say it's a lot of us walking around breathing to death. We ain't living, we just breathing to death because what we felt like was possible just don't seem possible anymore. We in that feeling of never, you know what I'm saying? We're roaming around in the never. Like it never will happen. <laughs> it never can happen. And we've made our bed there. We've found our comfort zone in the never because we feel like it's too late. You know, <laughs> um, we feel like it's too late, so we've made our comfort in the never. And I think 
a great biblical example of this was a lame man by the pool. Uh, I wrote a song about this and when I was writing a song about this, I could see God speaking to me and showing me, giving me the revelation behind that. And you got to understand that this lame man, which I'm not exactly certain of what a pool was back in the day, but I had to think about it in modern times, like what a pool represents. Um, he was at a public pool and that was a place where people came and went to have fun to splash and enjoy the water to play with each other, to get some relaxation and uh, without actually going to the beach. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the public pool was a place of joy, a place of decadence, uh, a place of fun, a place where people just went to relax and let go of reality for a little bit, even if it's in a hotel or something like that. But it, it reminded me of back in the day when we would go to the pool as teenagers uh, and preteens and everything like that. And I'm talking about, man, you see some of the most beautiful women, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The pool was it? we had this pool on Highland Avenue, man. That pool was a place to be. That pool was so mad during the summertime. <laughs> you go to that pool, bruh, that's all I got to say. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> But you think about this lame man uh, being by the pool. You're talking about this guy who can't walk. How did he get to the pool? You know what I'm saying? How did he get there? He had to talk somebody into taking him to the pool. Did he leave that night? Did they bring him back every single day? Or was he just there? Did he have a tent there? Was he homeless? You know, I had questions like this running through my mind, but the main question was, how did he get to the pool? And why did he choose to be by the pool? Where he sees everybody using parts of their body that he can no longer use to enjoy walking around as well as swimming. Why would you do that? And as I continue to think about it, as I continue to pray about it and meditate on it, I realized that even though this man felt like he was in the never, he still wanted better. He still wanted more. You know, he still wanted to see other people enjoy themselves in ways that he couldn't. And it reminds me of how a lot of us are because a lot of us, <clears throat> have made our bed in that same position. We are spiritually lame. We have no encouragement spiritually. The fires just died. I can't even lie, my fires almost died out. But, one second. Okay, I like really, really had to clear my throat that time and I ain't want y'all to hear it. But if I'm being completely honest, even when I pray to God, my fires about died out. I don't have the same motivation that I used to have in trying to make things happen, even in being a servant of God, trying to live my life right for God. I'm glad that I'm getting back on track now and I'm no longer in a position where I'm trying to decide whether I'm going to be for the world or whether I'm going to be uh, for the kingdom. Uh, it reminds me of this song. <laughs> this song I wrote, um, which I should have pushed harder, but 
a lot of people don't know what I, what I went through after I got finished with that song. What I went through from the time I finished that song till now, it's, it's a crazy story. And I'll tell my story one day, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm not saying it for the fact, for, for me caring about anybody uh, that I used to associate with or was trying to build with, for them to understand what I went through, because I don't even care about anybody like that anymore. What I would be saying it for is I'd be saying it for the people who actually need to understand that somebody else is going through what they went through. That would be my reason for saying it. You know, so I'll share my story one day, but <laughs> I just don't feel like it's the right time right now. But uh, anyway, I wrote a song where I was trying to figure out who I really wanted to be, if I wanted to be for the world, if I wanted to be for the kingdom. And then deciding to be for the kingdom, I just had to go through some things to prove to God that this is where I wanted to be. Uh, but like I said, my fire is still almost out and I'm in that place to where I don't want to jump into the never, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to feel like it's never going to happen, but I do, you know what I'm saying? I feel like Maybe I need to change my thinking. I need to alter my thought process. Or I guess a different way of saying it is maybe this is the best it's ever going to get. When I say the never, that's what I'm talking about, is when you say it's not going to get any better than this. So let me make the best out of this situation right here. Just like that lame man by the pool who said, I'm never going to walk again, but that doesn't mean I can't be in a place to why, where uh, I can't see other people enjoying themselves or, or, you know, I can't really speak about his mindset, but you have to think about what would make somebody who, don't have, who doesn't have the ability to walk to choose to spend the rest of their days in an environment where they see everyone else doing the simple thing that they wish they could do, which is walk, you know? Um, I'm like that. And I think a lot of us out there are like that too, to where we are feeling like it's never gonna happen, but we still wanna push and see other people succeed, you know? Uh, but I don't think we have the luxury of Jesus coming up to us and providing a, mir a miracle for us like he did for that individual. And that's something else that I was thinking about when I was praying to God earlier, like, where are the miracles? You have people out of here who actually believe and no matter how much worse their life get, they never say God is unable. They just say, even if God don't do it for me, God is still capable. So where are the miracles at that would actually help people believe more? And I'm not talking about make unbelievers believe. No, I'm talking about have the people who are holding on for their dear life in faith to sit up here and say, I knew it. I knew God was capable and I knew God would do it for me. Because it gets to the point to where you feel like why isn't God doing this for me?
you know, none of us are perfect. But if we have to live strict lives like they did in the Old Testament, then none of us will ever receive that type of miracle. Because the way they had to live in the Old Testament is atrocious. We, we I don't care, the strongest individual on the face of the earth today may make it, but the majority of us wouldn't be able to survive like that. You know, <laughs> I think I've gotten off topic a little bit, but you get what I'm saying. Uh, when it comes to saying is late better than never, uh, unwillingly, I spoke a lot on the mental process and what the mental process, uh, how the mental process is, it affects, is it affects absolutely everything you do. Uh, it's only late when you believe it's late. Never is only never when you believe it's never. You know, the good thing I like about a lame man by the pool, and this is a way that I didn't look at it before, is that he had to get some type of joy out of seeing how other people enjoy themselves. You know, he had to sit up here and love seeing that every single day. Otherwise, why would you put yourself through that type of torture? That is literal torture for you to go somewhere and see people doing things that you wish you could do, that you dream you can do. And instead of letting it get and get to you, make you angry, bitter, and mad at the world, you enjoy seeing other people in their joy. <laughs> uh, and I also believe that that's why the lame man by the pool was able to receive healing and receive his miracles. You know, because instead of letting it get the worst of him, he decided to put himself in a situation to where he could still enjoy at least the sights of others having fun and enjoying themselves, even if it meant he never could. He made a bad situation a good situation. You know, and I think moving forward is that is what the comfort zone is based off of. People can sit up here and say, your comfort zone is where you die, your comfort zone is a terrible place, and everything like this, you know, you can say that all you want to. And I used to believe when people say, told me, I don't know if you want to name your show The Comfort Zone, but I knew for one, The Comfort Zone was an oxymoron. And I knew for two, it had a deeper meaning than what everybody else was saying. You see, <clears throat> The Comfort Zone is about making the best out of what we have now. You know what I'm saying? It's about being in the present and making the best out of every situation that we face because the only way that we will get out of it, the only way that we can continue is by waking up every day with a positive mindset in a bad situation. Nobody on the face of this earth life is perfect, but there are people who go through worse things than what you think you go through. There's somebody out there now suffering in ways I wouldn't even begin to suffer. I've suffered in ways that other people would look at and wouldn't be able to survive, just as some other people have done the same thing. But what do you do? You wake up every morning and you have a choice to either seize the day or let the day seize you. You wake up every morning and you make a choice on whether you're going to make the best out of the day or you're going to make the worst out of it. A lot of us choose to make the worst out of it. 
But the comfort zone is all about making the best out of any situation. Making any situation that you're in livable. If nothing else, it's about you being able to keep going. And sometimes the only way that you can do that is by finding peace in the situation that you're in. Finding hope in the situation that you're in. Finding love in the situation that you're in. Finding joy in the situation that you're in. Finding laughter in the situation that you are in. You know what I'm saying? So you have to sit up here and think about all the things that you've been through. You have to think about all the things that you feel like are no longer possible for you. I'm here to tell you that they are still possible, no matter what you've gone through. As long as you wake up and you have breath in your lungs, it's still possible. You can still do it. You can still make it happen. Either you do it or make it happen or you die trying, but you don't give up. Because once you give up, that's when you step in and never. Never only comes when you stop trying. Therefore, if you sit up here and look at the concept of it's better late than never, then we can eliminate that concept altogether. There's no such thing as late until we are dead. Never only exists when we stop trying. So if you're never late unless you're dead, <laughs> and if never only exists when you stop trying, then why are you breathing? You're not breathing to give up. You don't still have life inside of you to give up. You still have life inside of you because there's just a little small mustard seed of hope. But you have to water that mustard seed. You have to nourish it. You have to feed it. You have to let it get the correct amount of sunlight and the correct amount of darkness. You have to take that mustard seed and want it to grow stronger. It ain't going to grow on its own. You have to want it. You have to need it. You have to feel it inside of you so much that it pains you when you don't do it. The reason why I'm posting this episode late. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know it was supposed to be posted Thursday. Um, and I could have posted it Thursday, but I was just in my own mind. And I was like, okay, well... But every single time I turn around and I look at my laptop, I look at my tablet, bro, you ain't post that episode. And it was just eating at me. So at this concept, you tell me, is late better than never? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Does it feel better with you saying, okay, he said he was going to post Thursday, but he ended up posting Sunday. Or would you have rather me not posting an episode at all? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um... But nah, like, I just want you to really sit up here and think about that. When it comes to the concept, better late than never, ask yourself, is late really better than never? And then when you ask yourself that question, realize that there's no such thing as late or never unless you choose or will for those things to come into your life. Late and never only exists because you let it. Otherwise, it's still possible. I don't care how old you are. I'm 40 years old, going back to school. 41, turned 42 this year. I'm going back to school. Had to start my life completely over. I lost everything. And I say I lost everything, I mean I lost everything. I had to walk out on my job, otherwise I was gonna really hurt somebody. And I lost a lot of other stuff after that. And I'm literally starting over from, not scratch, I can't say starting over from scratch. I can't say I'm starting at the bottom. No, I'm below the bottom. 
I had to pull myself out of the hole, then build up off of that. But it's still possible. It's still achievable. Everything that I want in life, I can still obtain. And I'm still gonna go after it even if I never get there. And I hope you feel the exact same way. If you don't come holler at me, I ain't gonna leave you alone until you feel that way. But I guarantee you, if you invite me in your life like that, you better be ready. <laughs> you better be ready. Because I'm not one of these type of people who that's gonna be in your life and sugarcoat anything for you. I let you know exactly how I feel. I tell you the truth about every single situation. And you better be the exact same way with me. As a matter of fact, the more I feel like you're holding back, the more I feel like I don't need you in my life. You know? <clears throat> Excuse me. But I want you to sit up here and just think about this. Uh, and we got a lot more to come. We got a lot more episodes moving forward, man. And you got to sit up here and uh, also quit worrying about other people. Stop worrying about what they think and stop worrying about what they're doing. Get your grind on, get your hustle on, how you want to do it. And if it gets to the point where people in your corner, specifically, like I said, people in your corner telling you the way you're going to do something is wrong or it ain't the right way to do it, get them out of your corner, period. At least get out there and try first before you feel like you can't do it. At least try it your way before somebody tells you that's not the right way to do it. You know what I'm saying? Think about a lame man by the pool. Your blessing's coming. Your breakthrough is coming. And I don't know what else to say after that, so I'm gonna go ahead and shut it down. Anyways, Conquer Jones with the comfort zone. Remember, stay focused, stay faithful, stay true to yourself. Treat other people how you want to be treated and give God the respect that he deserves. Give God the respect that God deserves. Peace.